This is The Catch-Up with Nick and Hado. Welcome to The Catch-Up for Tuesday, the 21st of July. December. No, July. Could have been a Christmas edition. Christmas in July. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, it would be. Four days is Christmas in July. Is Christmas in July the 25th of July? I assume so. It would have to be, right? Yeah. I suppose. Surely. Is it exactly? No. Why is it July and not June? Couldn't tell you. Because it would make sense to be June, June, wouldn't it? It's like exactly halfway till. Yeah, July's closer to Christmas, sort of on, on one side of it. Because mm. it's only sort of five months away and Go, seven you know months. What? We're going to go on a happening. bit of a learning experience here. This is probably going to be awful. But actually, I think people would appreciate knowing why it's called Christmas in July. Right, you silently Google and then I'll edit out the how long it, however long it takes. Oh, so it turns out July, because it's in most places, uh, or places that aren't the Northern Hemisphere. Mm. Uh, so not most places, half the places. Well, a lot of places, sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, well, most places in regards to our life in Australia, with places what? that most Australians have been, uh, it's usually quite cold in July. So that's when the weather and the environment is most uh, emulating the, uh, the stereotypical winter. Oh, so it's so, like an, it's it's a southern southern hemisphere thing. Yeah, so it's so I always thought it was like an American thing. Christmas in July. All no, right. it's it's something that southern hemisphere Rians do. <laughs> southern hemisphereites, um, and they go, oh well, you know, we don't get to have the the bonfires. We yeah. don't get to have all the nice warm foods because when it's summer yeah. for us, it's scalding hot. We still get to. It's just not as nice. Yeah, we have a big roast turkey when it's uh, forty two degrees outside. It's hard. Um, but yeah, apparently we have it in July. Doesn't replace the real Christmas, but it lets us enjoy yeah. the Christmas atmosphere and weather mm. that we would otherwise. There you go. Now you know. Nice. If you don't know, now you know. Yeah. Uh, today on the show, Nick, Christmas themed. Well, it's not. Well, Christmas in July themed, in the sense that it's the weather that we did this show in is more similar to that of a traditional North American Christmas. No, that's also not correct. That's, no, it is. You think it's snowing here in the studio, nice and cold and snowy? It's coolish. No, it's not. It's hot. Oh, it is coolish. For the rest of CQ, yeah, maybe, like compared to the rest of the year for CQ, but uh, as far as the world goes, we are nice and toasty here in CQ. Speaking of cold places, though, Russia. Uh, Great segue from me. What a miserable place it just looks like. Every time I see a picture, I go, why would you want to go there? I, yeah, I don't want this to sound mean, but it seems like the worst country. It looks, I think every picture, I'm like, oh, that's that's Russia, but it I'm like, show me a coloured version. I'm like, that is the coloured version. It's it just looks great. great. Drab. Maybe it's propaganda. Maybe because America and Russia... Oh, no, they're friends now, aren't they? I think they have They to were be. enemies for a while. Maybe they only show you bad pictures of Russia. There's like, a bit of, bit of you know, <laughs> propaganda. Any footage that I see come out of Russia seems to exclusively be from a CCTV camera that yeah. was installed in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. And it's always someone, like, nearly getting hit by a car. Or someone's on fire. Yeah. Or something violent. Seems like a crazy place. Uh, what's happening in Russia? Uh, well, they are continuing the crazy theme. They are changing up KFC. They, they've got KFC over there. They uh, are doing something so strange. I think I'm for it. I think I'm for it, though. Yeah. They're changing the chicken game. And I don't mean, I don't mean like they're, oh, they're introducing a 13th secret herbs and spice or whatever. 12th. Whatever. Uh, they are just changing how chicken is. Like they're changing the physical properties of chicken. It's not even making it beef. Well, I don't think it's technically chicken anymore. But yeah, would you enjoy? By the way, uh, would you enjoy it the same if it was a piece of beef that we fried, or do you think it just feels like a different? Well, no, I think we probably would have tried that, and it probably wasn't as good. 
Because uh, a beef schnitzel for me isn't as good as a chicken schnitzel. No, I think you know, I'd agree with you there. Uh, also on the show, we're staying in Europe, but Sweden are doing something at the moment that's also a bit out of left field. They are doing something strange to combat coronavirus. Mm. Combat, I'm using that very literally. Yeah, uh, you are. They have employed the services of a very specific group of people with a very strange hobby to uh, warn, scare, threaten people into following the COVID rules. That's working. Yeah, giving power to them. You're right. It's been effective. Uh, also, uh, there's a new food trend. It's ra- getting big on TikTok. I think it'll. it's only a matter of time until it spreads to, to Australia and to central Queensland. How big is big? Uh, well, the video I saw had like half a million views, but it was only posted the other day. And, and then other people are also doing it. And so it's hard to say, hard to put a number on it, but it's spreading like a horrible virus. Yeah. It's also not a good thing to do from a hygiene perspective. I think it's okay hygiene-wise. Maybe not in the COVID-19 world. Yeah, that's what I mean. So pre, or, pre or post-COVID, I think it's fine. Uh, I reckon post, we won't see it happen. Okay, yeah. Maybe. My, my I think bet. you'll be wrong. Disagree. Okay, well. Uh, if, if this thing exists in a year's time and we're talking about it heavily... Coronavirus I'll, or no, nacho tabling? Coronavirus almost <laughs> certainly will be here. Yeah. Um, na- nacho tabling. Yeah, that's what it's called, the new trend. Uh, if that's here in a year, I'll nacho table with you. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm going to isolate that audio. Feel free to. And, is, uh, it's we'll not na- going to We'll be... be nacho tabling this time next year for next Christmas in July. Maybe that could be our next Christmas in July oh, meal. Very traditional North American Christmas dish. Yeah. Uh, all that's coming up today in the catch-up. Get up with Nick and Hato on hit. TikTok, big app at the moment uh, with the kids, obviously. <laughs> if you don't know what it is, TikTok, it's basically Instagram, but you can only post videos, right? God, you're old. <laughs> I can see your graying hairs from here. <laughs> yeah, but there's a new food trend that's emerged on TikTok that I think could has the potential to spread everywhere. Are we going to take this uh, into consideration ourselves? 100%. I think I would be surprised if it's not in CQ by next week, this food trend. All right, what is it? Okay, it's called Nacho Table. Hate it. <laughs> and the idea is, I think you will hate this. I think a lot of people will love it. it. It's half genius and half horribly disgusting. I mean... Which all things should be. If it's not a table made out of nachos, then I don't want to hear about it. It's close to that. So what you do is you get your regular table yep. made out of wood or plastic or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, you put a whole bunch of tin foil down on it. You like case the whole table in tin foil. And you get uh, bin bags full of uh, corn chips. And you sprinkle them all over the table, so your table is literally covered entirely by chips. Yeah. And then you spread a bunch of cheese on, and then uh, everyone, you sit around the table, and everyone gets a big bowl of like you know guacamole or salsa or whatever. And you get your own bit of the table, and you can put whatever nachos you want, or whatever t- toppings of nachos you want, on your section of nacho table. And then you go to town on the table, and you, your whole family sits around. Gorging themselves on a table full of nachos, eating like basically it's almost like eating from a trough. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've hit the nail on the head. I do hate it. That's mm. disgusting. It that's, is horrible. Think of the think of the cleanup. Well, but that's the genius part about it, Nick, because the cleanup is easy. No. Because what you do, there's no dishes. You just roll up the tin foil, put it in the bin. It's incredibly wasteful, but you know, no cleanup, no dishes. All you have to do is wash your hands and roll up the nacho table. People wonder why. As a society, we have health issues. <laughs> you know what this is actually very similar to? I don't know the exact circumstances, but you know how, like, you see those horrible videos of, uh, like, pigs and cows that are, like, crammed in, and they're just, like, sitting in front of a child going... Yeah, like those horrible what this factory is. farm this ones. This is the slightly... 
it's not hum- oh, it's humane, mm. I guess, because they're choosing to do it. Yeah. But it is horrible, isn't it? Yeah. Get up with Nick and Hato on CQ's Hit. Let's talk to Keith. Look at this. Now crossing live to Keith Hollywood. What is it? Right now, we are chatting to Keith Hollywood, our man in the ground in LA. Good morning, Keith. Thinking of moving down under, guys. Things are not changing here anytime soon. I've been seeing some weird pics coming out of the States, mate. You wearing a mask, Keith? Yes. And I'm telling people who aren't to put one on as well. Have you had to do that very much? <sighs> Not heaps, but I did yell at a kid yesterday who took his off. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> that's awful, Keith. That's what I told his mum too. Oh, she should be ashamed. You want some news or what? Uh, yes, yes, please. Yes, we do. What do you got for us? Well, speaking of kids, one of the biggest stars over the last decade announced she's having a kid. I'm talking about Queen Nikki. That's uh, Nikki Minaj. She announced it on the gram recently with a photo shoot, which not very original. Oh, that that's harsh. Yeah, well, mate, Queen B beat her to it back a few years ago, right? Well, heaps of people announced like a pregnancy through a photo shoot. Well, none of them are superstars, are they? Yeah, idiot. Yeah, okay. Well, we've obviously touched a nerve there. What else is happening? Well, Zac Efron has come out saying Hollywood is not a place conducive to living a long, happy, mentally sound life. It doesn't sound like a surprise. Why has he said that? Mm. He has this new show called Down to Earth where he explores living a healthy and greener life and he's dragged Hollywood saying, yeah, it's a bad place to be. And to wrap it up, you both keeping up with the Kardashians? Uh, not at all. Uh, you mean like the show? Well, I mean, you know, like the family in general, the one that Kanye is a part of. Uh, we've been keeping up with him, of course. Well, he had an event recently promoting his presidential campaign and maybe it was a bit much for him, but he broke down in tears during the address. What was he crying over? Uh, look, stuff is a bit heavy for your show, you big softy, but it's worth checking out online. He's a nutbag for sure, and I think it's fair to say he won't end up as prez. How much worse could he be, though? Yeah, that's fair. Look, I'm off. What are you, what are you up to today, Keith? Going to try making masks out of my old clothes, like my undies or whatever. Clean undies, though, right? Yeah. If, uh, yeah, of course. I um, also have to go to the laundromat. Cheers. I got Facebook. Keep up with Nick and Hado on Facebook. Search Hit CQ. Guess what happens next? Nick, it's an easy game. I'm going to give you half a news story. You have to. Guess what happens next? Does that yes. sound good to you? Uh, yes, very good to me. Uh, I have won a couple of times in a row now. Let's see if I have can you? keep it going. Okay. Well, I'm not really keeping score like that. Just a bit of fun. It's not about winning and yeah. losing, is it? Mm. No, anyway, it's actually about winning. Uh, let's the attitude of a loser. Let's take a trip to the Ukraine, Nick. A uh, news reader by the name of whew, Mar- Marichka Padol- Padolko. Oh, Marichka Padolko. <laughs> that was terrible, I think. No, I, think I didn't like that at all. I had a guess, man. I only just heard it. Uh, she is a news reader in the Ukraine on one of the TV networks over there, of course. Yeah, we all know. Uh, she did something on air that I think a lot of people would be mortified about. She didn't seem to be too bothered, though. Sure. Uh, she This thing happened, and she just kept on rolling like nothing happened at all. Nick? Guess what happens next? What happened to Marichka Padalolko? Well, while live on air, did she lose a tooth? Did her tooth just fall out of her head? Yeah. Did she get attacked by an eagle that made its way into the studio? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Or did she fart on air whilst talking to the Ukrainian president? Nick, one of those things is true. Guess what happens next? What happened to Maricha, Marichka Padelko? Uh, I'm going to get rid of the tooth thing straight away because I just think that's too boring. You don't think a tooth would just fall out of her head? I don't think that's newsworthy. I reckon people teeth fall out all the time accidentally. 
Okay, sure. Yeah, but it probably happens to us during the show at least once or twice. Uh, <laughs> Do teeth just fall that. out? I'm running like some of, kind of freaky dream. Yeah, no, I'm running out of teeth. Mm. Uh, so get rid of that one. So eagle or farts? Yeah, so, so fart- either an eagle attacked her that had made its way into the studio, or she farted on air whilst talking to the Ukrainian president. What's the name of the president? Uh, I don't have that information in front of me. Hmm. Would that be... Actually, it's Vol... Do you want to have a crack at pronouncing it? Yeah. Volodymyr Zelensky. That's not too bad. Volodymyr Volodymyr. Zelensky. President Zelensky. Mm, That's good. The eagle... I'm going to go, just because you have that information now, leads me to believe that you were looking into the president side of it. I feel like an eagle isn't going to be able to get into a TV studio. That's too difficult. Yep. There's too many doors going to go through, so I'm not going to go that one. I'm going to go, she farted in front of the president. Oh, disappointing. Her tooth fell out. (laughs) How? Why? I don't know. It just fell out of her head. So she, it was a it was a fake tooth that had been. She'd had like a couple of surgeries on it, yeah, yeah. and apparently she didn't avoid hard foods like she should have. Right. And just while she was talking, it just fell out of her head, just why? onto the desk. And she actually caught it. Actually, that's gross. It was actually pretty impressive. She just kept on going, like didn't miss a beat. Kids, Fantastic. That's, that's Real why professional. You, that's why you brush your teeth. <laughs> you definitely brush your teeth. That is how we play. Guess what happens next? Get up with Nick and Hato on CQ's Hit. The borders have now been open for, what, about a week and a half, Hato? Something like that, yeah. A couple of weekends. So I'm interested to know this, if we've seen much of a change of people coming up. Joining us right now to talk about that is Nicola. She's a tourism manager of the GAPDL. Good morning, Nicola. Hello, boys. How are you going? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks for chatting to us. Now, no we, we've seen, obviously, that the borders got reopened on the 10th. So it's been, what? almost 11, 10, 11 days since mm-hmm. then. Have we seen many people heading uh, up our way, heading north from further south for a bit of a holiday? Yeah, we have seen a, a fair few come north. Um, to be honest with you, with Agnes in 1770, it has been pretty well booked out um, most of the school holiday period. So a lot of people, if they're only trying to get in now, they're um, you know having difficulty with reservations and everything like that. But we are wow. starting to see the travellers come across the border now, which is great to see. Yeah, fantastic. So you actually have has to turn people away. It's so busy. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, news. they've been fan- fantastic. Um, with seventeen seventy and Agnes Wars, it's the busiest June July school holiday period they've had um, on date to remember. So it's it's quite literally like Christmas in July down there, which is so good. That is amazing to hear. Now, obviously, the borders have only opened up recently. Prior to that, mm-hmm. Queenslanders could uh, sort of head out to their own backyard. Did mm-hmm. we did we see many people from CQ like actually heading out to seventeen seventy Aggie or whatever to have a bit of a holiday themselves? Yeah, we did. There has been a fantastic uptake from locals travelling um, locally as well, which is great to see. So that whole holiday in your backyard um, messaging is really um, yeah drawing through and really having some uptake. Has that been a, like a change from from recent years? Because obviously, if it comes to holidays. They didn't have much of a choice this time around. Mm. But because mm-hmm. I know a lot of vis- businesses and a lot of organisations, they've been pushing that, like, support local. Is it been mm-hmm. a lot more local than previous years? I, I would say so. So in on the feedback that we've heard, there has been a lot more local travellers, um, and especially those from the southeast corner as well. So a lot of them around that Brisbane, Sunshine Coast area coming into the region, a lot more um, prevalent this time around than it has been in previous years. Yeah, right. Now, while the border was closed and sort of, was there a period where, because um, I know you're saying obviously it's been booked out recently mm-hmm. with, uh, with, with Queensland travels, was there a bit of a dry period where no one was travelling? 
There was initially. So to begin with, when restrictions were quite tight, um, there was definitely a struggling period there for, mm. for quite some time. Mm. Once the restrictions eased a little, we started to get some more of that local travel, so people from within the region travelling within the region. Um, but it was more once those wider restrictions lifted within Queensland that we did see some some good return to the businesses, which was great. Now, Nicola, I've been reading a few reports over the last few weeks and months from the papers that say that Obviously, tourism is the lifeblood of a lot of the coast, uh, that you know, borderline hundreds of millions have been lost mm-hmm. in the space of months. Is there sort of an expected timeline for everything to get back to normal? Obviously, we've got to wait on restrictions, but financially speaking, is there an end uh, sort of timeline insight for when we can sort of breathe easy again? Yeah, that is the golden question, and we are getting that one asked a lot. Um, mm. To be honest, it really does depend on restrictions and what happens going forward. Obviously, what's happening down in Victoria at the moment is not fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I think, as as far as we know, it's going to be a bit of like a new normalcy um, going forward. So um, we have to just wait and see. But the return has been really promising so far, in particular that June-July um, holiday period. Do you reckon that local tourism of, of central Queensland is heading out there themselves, does that feel sustainable or do you think that that'll die off? No, I think it's sustainable and I think people are getting the more of an appreciation of their own backyard again. Great. We've released some, um, you know, different media and things showing more those off-the-beaten-track um, destinations within the region. So people often forget that there is so much to do in your backyard and I think people are, you know, getting behind the operators and getting behind the local businesses and wanting to support them and show the support but in the meantime still having a fantastic holiday and creating memories with their families. Awesome. And we would love to send someone, of course, on a holiday to do just yes. that. After 8 o'clock this morning, GAPDL, we are very lucky to have you on board as sponsors of Alpha Bucks, a $1,000 holiday hato. Yeah, to 1770 To be one this morning, Nicola. <laughs> thanks so much for joining us this morning. We really appreciate your time. No worries at all. Thanks very much. Instagram. Instagram's telling me everything. Nick and Hato are on Instagram. Follow at HitCQ. Nick, the future of chicken is changing. Wow. Big. Huge. They're going to they're gonna evolve to not have feathers. Makes life easy for us, doesn't it? Yeah, don't have to spend all that time plucking. I spend hours a day plucking oh, chickens. God. No, this uh, in KFC in Russia, and this is going to spread all over the world if all goes to plan. They are trying not- communism. <laughs> no, I think they tried that already. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, what they're doing is they are, well, they're not really serving chicken anymore, or they're potentially going to move away from serving chicken at KFC. KFC. Is not going to mm. serve chicken. You say that's half, that's a third of their business model. It's it, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Well, it's now going to be Kentucky Fried Chicken-based material. <laughs> KFCBM mm, doesn't Nothing. sound great. Uh, yeah, KFCBM something different. I think. Um, <laughs> Which, if you've had enough KFC, you usually have a KFCBM the following morning. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, they've partnered with a rushing three a Russian three D bioprinting company called In Vitro, and the idea is this: they're going to transition from selling chicken into like fake printed chicken. Yeah, okay. So the idea is that they're going to mix. I'm not sure exactly how they're doing this. Some scientists in a lab are, are keeping this under lock and key. Fake, but it's like still going to be food, right? Fake chicken, real food. They mix chicken cells with plant material, oh. and they make, make that into a sort of a paste, and then they print it out into the shape of nuggets and wings and stuff. When do they print it? They, like, you've seen a 3D printer print? Oh, sure, yeah. Like There's like, here's a, like a glob of... Yeah, like but it's in a nice and shape, and it looks like a chicken wing. Nuggets are not in nice shapes, mate. It's just a glob. Or maybe we can have nice shapes now. We have more control over the <laughs> yeah, shape of nuggets with true. this new technology. That's true.
Uh, they're going to be introducing it uh, pretty soon. They think it might be ready for testing in just a few months in Russia. So oh, right. potentially by the end of this year in Russia, we'll see weird sort of... I don't know if it is vegan because it has chicken cells in it. And I don't know how you get chicken cells without killing chickens. So is... not exactly vegetarian or vegan, but it is a lot less meat, uh, which means it's better for the environment and also you know, better for the animals, I guess. This is not the year to be doing this. You don't think? It's 2020. We've had an awful year mm. on record. Yeah. Bushfires, pandemics. Volcanoes. We've had a lot of bad stuff happen. Yeah. We're going to start breeding chickens with plants. That's not, that's not what this is. If that, if it, what if, it, what if, what happened? Can you guarantee that a chicken won't grow as big as an oak tree? <laughs> they get revenge for the I mean, years I, of torment. I can't guarantee it. I am pretty sure it won't happen, though. Is that enough for you? Honestly, no. <laughs> Get up with Nick and Hato on CQ's hit. Sweden, they're doing something to try and combat coronavirus. It's a bit, so. bit weird, mm. uh, a bit outside of the box when it comes to thinking around it. Um, but it's good news for anyone who loves Game of Thrones. Like, I haven't seen all of it, but obviously if you like that sort of medieval side of things. It uh, is good, isn't it? Well, so, Game of Thrones is good except for the last season, and then it has ruined the whole thing yeah. for everyone. Well, Sweden are taking a page out of the Game of Thrones book. Okay. And they've bought dragons. No. <laughs> <laughs> they revived dragons. Uh, they have decided that, you know what, we are, the, the best law enforcement that we could find is actually knights. Let's chuck something wait, up on wait, a... Wait, 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 wait. What? The best kind of law enforcement that you could possibly have when it comes to making sure that people are abiding by social distancing and the restrictions and not going too close to each other, social distancing, is we're going to chuck some blokes up on the back of horses, give them a sword, and they can enforce the law. Like actual knights? Yeah. An island in Sweden, they've uh, hired a troop of knights to patrol the town Mm. and enforce it. Which is really great news, because I love that we're able to sort of go back and take things back to a simpler, more medieval time with this pandemic, this virus. Bring out your Bring out your Bring out your Simpler times they were, Hato. Um, there's about a dozen of them that patrol this uh, small island town at the moment. Okay, apparently, it's not it's the been, whole country. It's just one little island. Apparently, it's pretty successful. They're looking at... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, you know, they didn't how just many, abolish the police force. How, how many people on the island? Um, like, population. Oh, like, like thousands. Like it's a tourist destination. Okay, and so people it's, a proper, still, it's yeah. not just like 15 people on an island and 12 no. of them are knights. No, no, no. <laughs> this is actively people who are, you know, knighting, knighting about on the weekend. Yep. Here's the problem, though. Oh, They've got they, official knights. Yeah. Uh, they've, they've been knighted by the Queen, obviously. I assume. Mm. Uh, but they've also got a bunch of uh, vigilante knights. Just like... <laughs> what do you mean? People who just have, I guess, horses and swords. I guess that, that's just something you have in Sweden. I guess you can just buy a suit of armour from somewhere. Probably. I guess. Like, Or you can just wrap some tinfoil and, you know... Yeah. No, but they're going Easy around... You spot those ones. Those people are going around and also enforcing their own law. And they get it. <laughs> so it's really it really is like medieval times yeah, in this yeah, weird yeah. Swedish island. Oh mate, there's and then there's like the reason why we know about the vigilante knights is because they've gotten into fights with the real knights, right? And like one of them is like, beat, like one of them got attacked and was hospitalised, oh which, which was what? awful. Tis but a scratch, a scratch. Your arms off? No, it isn't. Just a flesh wound. Yeah, been <laughs> hospitalised. Um, so far though, since the like uh, implementing the use of knights, mm. uh, less coronavirus. Right. More night-related crime, though. Oh, so, no. The hospital, has, like, the amount of people going to hospital hasn't changed, but the reason has. That was the Nick and Hato catch-up. Listen live weekdays from 6am on HITS.